Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sorry, that would, that's for a Democrat show. Let me know when you're ready. No matter what the technical difficulty is, this man is a professional. He goes all the way. What you represent to them is freedom. Was an extremely great conservative commentator. We're tearing it up on Wednesday night. This is awesome. This will allow me to record. Well, this is Jersey Joe for uh, the Reverb Common Sense Show. 8 p.m. on shrmedia.com. Actually, I just totally screwed up. This show contains language that some viewers may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. And now on to the show. And welcome to the Reverb Common Sense. I am your host, Jersey Joe, and I'm making sense out of the senseless. The Jersey Takeover is here. We have expanded to two hours every Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Let me try something real quick. Um... I'm wondering if I got to play around with that damn button all the time. If I switch channels. <laughs> I, and it's OCD or whatever that has me wanting to stay on channel one. But so far, it's worked. How is everybody? Oh, it's been a good 24 hours since the last time I was on. I'm in a good mood. I'm happy, happy, joy, joy. Ah, checking a couple things out. Looking at my game. My base got destroyed. I got this uh, female. <laughs> Just been farming my base, but we've been farming her alliance, so that's good. Yep. I don't know if this is sad. I'm 45 years old and still playing video games. I don't know. I think it's a good thing. Keeps my mind busy, keeps it sharp. I have fun. Uh, I am um, in uh, the alliance that I'm with, and as any alliance guild, any type of group that I've done on any of the games, it's I'm playing with a lot of international players: uh, European, uh, Australian. Oi, 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 Aussie! I, I suck it. Uh, imitations i played with players around the world and the nice thing is i get to talk to them 
and hear the real stories of what's going on in their countries. I get to hear the real stories of exactly what is going on. Not the watered-down version. The real story. Now, I get to hear the real story from uh, UK residents about what's going on in their country. I get to hear the real story in France all over. I don't trust any media... Well, except for uh, SHR Media, I trust them, of course. There's a few um, alternative media, I should say. That I trust. It's the mainstream media. They have alternative... um, reasoning to lie to us. So. Heck. Oh, I'll leave that alone for now. Oh, I got cords laying all over the place. It's one of these days I got to get in here and like take apart everything, clean it and put it back together. But knowing me, I'll forget how it goes together. I'm telling you, I'll forget how it goes. Oh. So MSNBC is scolding Brian Williams for patronizing Rachel Maddow. Oh, my God. It, it, I saw this article. I just I had to add it. I, I haven't even read it yet. None of these articles that I do for the show... Do I really read in advance? A couple of them, if I'm not sure exactly content, I'll go and give a quick read, skim over it. A friend of mine's like, why don't you read them prior? Because uh, I was like, I want the actual reaction when I go over the article is how I feel. I don't want to be faking it on air. You know, it's... I want to give how I feel, truly. So, um, MSNBC scolds Brian Williams for patronizing host Rachel Maddow after he thanked her for visiting his newscast. Williams hijacked Maddow's show to break the news of the U.S. missile strike on Syria earlier this month when he told her at the end of the broadcast while on air, Thank you for visiting tonight. Glad you were part of our coverage. You know, but basically he he's used to a repetitive thing on his show. You know, you get in a repetitive. Uh, how many times have I made the mistake of still saying uh, HP Pundit? I still make that mistake. So, oopsie. Oopsie, oopsie, oopsie. It happens. I don't think he's patronizing. And I don't like Brian Williams. He's a lying little cocksucker. 
but he, he made a little faux pas, a little oopsie. MSNBC president Phil Griffin was reportedly furious at Williams for how he treated Maddow, the New York Post page six reported. Phil gave Brian a very stern rebuke, telling him, don't you ever do that again. But Rachel didn't seem bothered by it and just laughed it off, according to a source that told Page Six. The former NBC Nightly News anchor was in charge of MSNBC's coverage of U.S. Navy Tomahawk missile strike on Syria, which cut into Maddow's nightly program, The Rachel Maddow Show. So there is a God and spared people that awful show. I'm pretty sure she would say it about my show or any conservative show. It's a personal opinion. Viewers objected to Williams' perceived intrusion into Maddow's turf and his uh, observation that the video footage of the missiles being launched was beautiful on April 6th broadcast. You know, if you could look outside of Some of these views, watching these missiles go off is almost like a ballet. The coordination, the the technology that's in there, it's it's beautiful. I can agree with that. It's it's got almost a life of its own. Not only did Brian go way over the top with his coverage of the missile strike, he then totally patronized Rachel by thanking her for visiting her own show and being a part of his beautiful coverage. Has he not learned anything from Miss Remembergate? A source from MSNBC said. Well, if I'm reading this right and understand right, he went from his show into hers. Shit happens. Shit happens. You know, this is not patronizing. This is the left totally freaking out over nothing. Which is a very common pastime. Um, it's kind of funny, you know, when you think about it. They're freaking out because he thanked her. He's patronizing her. Ooh. Oh, how dare he do that? How dare he thank her? How dare he try to be polite? I don't know. I really think the left has lost their friggin' mind. Everything is an offense. Everything is offensive. Everything is got a, has got a meaning behind it. I was watching this thing on History Channel. Decoding superheroes. 
Well, this one's a, a, a feminist. She's a hero and hero to the women, not just because she's a superhero. She's a woman because she's a black and she's leading the X-Men and she's a female. And da, 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 da. When is a... Um, superhero, just a, a, a fantasy character. This is the one thing that I think we're doing in this country that's ruining everything. We're politicizing and psychoanalyzing everything. Entertainment is just entertainment. That's it. That's all it's meant to be. That's all it is. It's. It drives me up a wall. I don't need to go looking for meaning and all this other crap in, uh, my fantasy world that I take part in. It's just what it is. It is a fantasy. It is an escape from reality for entertainment purposes only. I'm not looking into it because I want to see a white leader, a white male leader of the X-Men. I don't need to see that. I don't need feminism shoved into my goddamn face. I don't need uh, 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 race relationships shoved into my face when I'm watching a superhero movie. Whether it be Marvel, DC, whether it's X-Men, Batman, Superman, Iron Man, it doesn't matter to me. But what's making me step away from that whole genre is now they're forcing this, these ideologies on us. Thor has to be a female now. Has to be. This one has to be black. It has to be female. It has to be this. It has to be gay. It has to be that. No, it doesn't. It has to be entertaining. And when you start forcing this crap onto me, and I'm sure I'm not the only one that feels this, I'm going to walk away. I am not going to be a part of all that bullshit. I'm just going to walk away. We don't need to politicize everything. We don't need to psychoanalyze everything. If Superman makes you feel good because you were an orphan, great. If Superman makes you feel great because you were picked on, great. So be it. If Batman makes you feel better because he wears a mask and so do you, 
I think we need to call the cops. I don't care. You do what you need to do to feel better. But don't start forcing all this crap onto me just to make. And it almost seems like they're doing it just so someone has a class they could teach. Seriously, it's... Well... I'm waiting for, like, a new degree. Well, we're going to have to get this degree in uh, uh, psychoanalyzing uh, comic books. And uh, it's a 10-year college course. Uh, you're going to do five years internship. And that's how far we've gotten. I mean, you can't thank someone and make a mistake because the way it's going, you had a little brain fart, thought you were on your doing your show. Oopsie. We got to sit here and do like a five-hour synopsis on uh, comic books and decoding our superheroes. Forcing genres onto people. No, thank you. I'm so sick of that. I don't know about anybody else. That's just, that shit's getting old quick. It's tiresome. I just, I not everything. Sometimes, sometimes, a uh. Superhero, comic book superhero is just a comic book superhero. Nothing more, nothing else. <sighs> it's... It's ridiculous anymore. So tiresome. Alright, it's that time, people. It's time. Um, You've been listening to the Reverb Common Sense, and we will be right back after these brief messages. 
listening to the SHR Media Network. Breaking news. According to the latest report coming out of SHR Media, a merchandise store to support both the Reaver of Common Sense and SHR Media has just been unleashed to the general public. Be forewarned that this site can be contagious and numerous items can be purchased to support the best news programming. Go to Reaver.one website and click on the store link to check out the merchandise. You have been listening to Reaver Constance, hosted by my dad, Jersey Joe. Beware, the Jersey Takeover is here. Every Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can catch the Reaver Common Sense Show, hosted by Jersey Joe, right here on shrmedia.com and hyphensdailynews.com. Only Jersey can deliver hell like no one else, so consider this your fair warning. Wednesday night, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can catch the Southside Mutt Show with its host, the Jersey Boys, Jersey Joe and Crash, right here on SHR Media and High Plains Pundit Radio, where we will be digging up the dirt. Times are dark. The people misled by corrupt politicians, lied to by establishment media, and deceived by the false messages of Islam. A nation in confusion needs a guide. It needs a man with a cane. I'm Dave Milner. Join me on Spreaker, SHR Media, High Plains Talk Radio, Live Rebooting Liberty, and YouTube for a unique brand of commentary on the Unpleasant Blind Guy. Because truth is not always pleasant. If you miss a show, don't worry. You can catch the replays two ways, RebootingLiberty.com or the ReverbCommonSense.com. While you're there on Reverb Common Sense, don't forget, drop in your email and keep up to date on everything going on, or click the like button on the Facebook widget. Now on to the Reverb of Common Sense.
This show contains language that some viewers may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. And now on to the show. And welcome back to the Reaver of Common Sense. I'm your host, Jersey Joe, and I'm trying to make sense out of the senseless. So a New York Times piece, um, the headline reads, well, the headline of this article says, Trump changed the party of Reagan to the party of America first. Uh, the New York Times op-ed R.R. Reno explains how Trump has redefined the Republican Party from its rare Reagan-era conservatism to its new populist, nationalist, America-first focus. Of course, how many will say that's a bad thing? Oh, my God. As Reno notes, the old Reagan Republican Orthodox would focused on small government and internationalist foreign policy, free trade, and moral religious conservatism. That orthodoxy defined the establishment agenda of Republican politicians, conservative columnists, and Beltway think tanks for decades. But the rise of Trump, the rise of Trump, Uh, there it is. The rise of Trump has revolutionized the Republican Party and changed the very terms of the American political divide. Now, do I think Trump changed the political divide? Yes, I do. Do I think we still had a Reagan uh, conservatism going? No, I don't. From Reno's New York Times opt-ed piece. As Mr. Trump recognized, the new scheme in America life is not about big versus small government or more or less regulation. It is about immigration, free trade, and the broad and deep impacts of globalization on American economy and culture. Americanism, not globalism, will be our credo, he told the Republican National Convention. It is obvious to all but the most blinkered Republicans blinkered uh, Republicans that with or without Mr. Trump, the Reagan era is over. The conservative donor and think tank consensus has been exploit exploded. The next smart, ambitious young Republican politician with national aspiration will not adopt Ted Cruz's strategy of trying to revive the rotting flesh of Reaganism. He will read out of Mr. Trump's playbook, attacking globalism rather than big government. And he will win because he'll be talking about what worries voters. Over time, however, that iteration of Republican conservatism became less salvant in large part because it won. In 1989, we saw the fall of the Berlin Wall. Soon after, Bill Clinton declared that the era of big government was over. Barack Obama bailed out Wall Street. Uh, I hate when I turn my head for a second and I lose. Um, Promoted the further extension of free trade and was a cheerleader for Silicon Valley billionaires. That's what makes me laugh. They bitch about uh, Trump and billionaires. Obama kissed Silicon Valley's billionaires ass. Wall Street. Uh, auto industry. By 2016, only a thoroughly 
catheterized conservative believe Democrats were struggling economy freedom. Democrats have also assumed a large piece of the libertarian mantle, especially when it comes to sexuality and drugs. Mr. Trump's shocking success at the polls has done our country a service. Scholars may tut-tut about the historical connotation of America first, but the basic sentiment needs to be endorsed. Our country has dissolved to a far greater disagree than those uh, on the coast allow themselves to realize. The once vast and unified middle class has eroded over the last generation. Today, today we are increasingly divided into winners and losers. The division involves more than uh, divergent economic prospect and income inequality. Globalism is an ideology of winners who stand astride our society as it is being remade by dramatic economic, demographic, and cultural changes. I'm going to leave that article the way it is and just let what it says speak for itself. Now, Democrats showing their true colors. Which they do very often anymore. A Montana Democrat, Rob Queest. Oh, God, this is going to bug me. Hang on. Got to get the wife out. Got to get the wife out. Let's see how bad I butchered this guy's last name. Quist, powered by Ice Beach. I say Quist, Quist. I wasn't that far off on that one. I'll pat myself in the back. So, um, Montana Democrat nominee Rob Quist encourages climate uh, climate skeptics to consider suicide in response to a question on climate change. So here it is again, and this isn't the first time. If you don't follow and blindly believe what they believe in, go ahead and kill yourself. They can't win with facts, so they're going to try to win with rhetoric. This is why this bullshit pushes me away from even considering anything that someone... Uh, would say about climate change when they pull this rhetoric, it pushes me away, saying this is—it's just more proof that it's bullshit. Again, I've said it before, and I—I—I I, I, I get it in the arguments with these idiots. Do I believe we need to be cautious with our environment? Yes. Do I believe we need to cut our friggin' leg off? No. They're proposing stuff. And if you're new to the show, the way I um, compare climate change, these climate change nut jobs, lunatics, is we've stubbed our toe. And instead of just wrapping that toe up and protecting it, 
they want to cut the damn leg off. And to me, that is exactly what I see them doing instead of, hey, there's some small issues here. We're going to stop. We're going to take care of them. I want to go from here. No, they want to cut the damn leg off. Thank God they're not doctors. This just is more of the rhetoric that they do. If you don't believe what we believe in, just kill yourself. Oh. The Democrat nominee was criticized for performing many times at a nudist resort in Idaho. Oh, I wonder why he was going there. National Republican Congressional Committee spokesman Jack Pandola said in an email, the more Robert Quist passed is laid bare, the more his claim to represent Montana values is exposed as another charade. When all is stripped away, his washed up hippie, is just naked embarrassment to the voters he's running to represent. Quist, the musician, attacked his Republican counterpart for being out of touch with the average Montana, laminating that there was enough millionaires in Congress. Yeah, because if you actually look it up, the richest of the rich in Congress, top two are uh, Republicans. Two through ten, or excuse me, three to ten, the rest of the, what, eight of them, are Democrats. And they run their mouths about it, but it's the Democrats who are, who uh, have the most millionaires in Congress. So I, I love when they spout that rhetoric. Because it, uh, the Republicans just turn around and say, yeah, uh, you would know that because it's your party that is the one who has the most millionaires. I'm getting tired of it. It's like the, being a millionaire is a bad thing. Congratulations. You were more successful than I was. Congratulations. You inherited your money from your parents. Congratulations that you were born into a rich family. You were very lucky you won the lottery the day you were born. Congratulations. Do I like the way they act all the time? No. I don't like the way some of these poor people act either. They're an embarrassment. (laughs) I want to be just like them. They should give me money. You know, just because... uh, These people have money doesn't mean they act like assholes. Just like because you're poor doesn't mean you act down to earth. I know a lot of people that are poor that act all snobbish and shit like they're cats. It's so tiresome. I don't judge people on their wallet. I judge people on how they act. So they say, we just don't need another millionaire. <laughs> well, where are you getting your money to run? Because it takes a shitload of money to run. And you just don't, you're not a poor son of a bitch when you run. You have to have money backing you. That's why I get tired of Bernie Sanders bitching and moaning about money. He just bought, what, his third house? You know, if you're so poor and equal to everybody else, you can't be buying all these houses and having a fucking... um. What do you say, have Lamborghini or some shit like that? 
So don't give me that bullshit. The man's never even worked Bernie Sanders. He went from welfare to a government welfare. He literally was on welfare, ran for public office, local office, and worked his way up. The guy himself now is a millionaire, complaining about millionaires. His tax rate is lower than Trump's tax rate. It's a joke, this shit is. It really is. And not a funny joke. The city replied he favors prosperity for all and that there should be more engineers rather than lawyers in Congress. Well, (laughs) he got me on that one. He got me on that one, folks. And I'm tired of all these lawyers in there. They act like you can't run the country unless we have lawyers in that position. And it gets me in trouble because my father-in-law is a lawyer. There's nothing wrong with lawyers. Well, there's... There's a place for them. Problem is, it's fed in their head so much that they're smarter than everybody else. They're better than everybody else. Let me tell you, the only thing they know is law inside and out. Doesn't make them better than me. Doesn't make them anything. It just makes they know law inside and out. So the Republican nominee said, um, everyone believes that climate is changing. Yeah, it does that. I mean, it's done that my whole life. It's done that the whole evolution of this planet. It's changing constantly. It has nothing to do with us. It changes. Climate changes. Mother Nature changes. This thing these idiots forget about. Climate changes. But he went on to say that using EPA's data calculated by the Calto Institute, they say if we shut down every coal-fired plant in North America, our environment would be two hundredth of a degree cooler a hundred years from now. For that, we are willing to give up 7,000 jobs in Montana, $1.5 billion annual revenue. That's not a smart decision. Uh, listen. The earth is not turning into a big ball of flames like they tell you all the time. The earth is not... If it's dying, it's dying. There's nothing we can do. It was nothing that we did that caused it. Then again, it's a living organism. It it goes through cycles, and it might be dying over millions of years. So, 
listen. The rhetoric is there for them to take more control. That's all climate change is, more control. You're listening to the Reverb Common Sense right here on SHR Media, and we will be right back. Breaking news, according to the latest report coming out of SHR Media, a merchandise store to support both the Reaver of Common Sense and SHR Media has just been unleashed to the general public. Be forewarned that this site can be contagious and numerous items can be purchased to support the best news programming. Go to Reaver.one website and click on the store link to check out the merchandise. We were calling Sands, hosted by my dad, Jersey Joe. Beware, the Jersey Takeover is here. Every Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can catch the Reverb Common Sense Show, hosted by Jersey Joe. Right here on shrmedia.com and hyphensdailynews.com. Only Jersey can deliver hell like no one else. So consider this your fair warning. Wednesday night, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can catch the Southside Mutt Show with its hosts, the Jersey Boys, Jersey Joe and Crash, right here on SHR Media and High Plains Pundit Radio, where we will be digging up the dirt. Times are dark. The people misled by corrupt politicians, lied to by establishment media, and deceived by the false messages of Islam. A nation in confusion needs a guide. It needs a man with a cane. I'm Dave Milner. Join me on Spreaker, 
SHR Media, High Plains Talk Radio, Live Rebooting Liberty, and YouTube for a unique brand of commentary on the Unpleasant Blind Guy. Because truth is not always pleasant. If you miss a show, don't worry. You can catch the replays two ways, RebootingLiberty.com or the ReverbCommonSense.com. While you're there on Reverb Common Sense, don't forget, drop in your email and keep up to date on everything going on, or click the like button on the Facebook widget. Now on to the Reverb of Common Sense. This show contains language that some viewers may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. And now on to the show. And welcome back to the Reaver Common Sense. I am your host, Jersey Joe, and I'm trying to make sense out of the senseless. I don't know. It's... Again, I'm not trying to clarify. It's just, do we need to take care of the earth yes it's our vessel that we live on it, it i mean you don't go around destroying your house it's the same principle we need to take care of our house and but that doesn't mean that we need to cut our legs off and just be smart and it's funny, these global warming idiots, they worry about, oh, the pollution and uh, uh, all this other crap. But then they hold these big um, rallies. Brain fart there, I can't remember a simple word like rally. They hold these rallies and they don't clean up after themselves. They don't clean up after themselves. Freaking amazing. And the pollution that they're leaving behind, they've done it multiple times. They don't give a shit about the plan. It's the cause. It's being part of something that they care about. They don't give a rat's ass about the planet. It's the political cause that they're behind. So last night, after the show, I was potting around. I found some live videos. Of some of the May Day um, rallies that were going on. And I I found a live feed out of L.A. And it was a group of pro-Trump. There was a couple idiots in the crowd, you know, uh, antagonizing. The only ones that I saw being violent. 
were the ones on the left, the liberals. Throwing rocks, throwing water bottles. Someone filled up a balloon-like object with paint. Threw it, hit this female in her face. Paint went all in her mouth. I hope it was just paint. It, it it amazes me. But then they scream that it's the right that has the war on women. The only one I actually saw physically attacking a female was the left. They sit there and they chant these slogans, but they don't back their rhetoric up. It's absolutely amazing. Because they are not about anything they talk about. All it is is slogans and they get to be a part of something where they can act out and be irresponsible That's all it's about. It has nothing to do with the cause itself. It's how can they just be assholes and get away with it. And it's a little bit a small thing, but I'm sitting there watching. They're yelling at the Trump people to stay on the sidewalk. Stay on the sidewalk. As these anti-Trump assholes are all in the street blocking it up. The only ones I seen getting arrested were the anti-Trumpers. They were pushing cops, just being assholes, as normal. They got what they deserved. And I was laughing all the way. I do find it disgusting. It just, they're outright action. It's disgusting. (sighs) 
it's really tiresome. How disgusting these people are. Just it. it. They find the lowest of the low. And that's what they go with. It's disgusting. Repulsive. I don't know what more to say. I mean, it's just, it, it, it's tiresome. Their actions, their words. It's sickening. And it's what's funny is during that May Day of uh, rallies, they're calling for illegal immigrants to strike, to protest. Is the left really that dumb or are they just trying to help the right out? Because what they're doing is they're signaling out who is uh, an illegal alien. Who is here illegally. You know, it, 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 how dumb can you be? But yet, they still call for these people to go out there and just say, here I am. Let's put all of us together so that INS knows exactly. ICE, all the different Border Patrol agents, they know where we're going to be and they can come get us in one big swoop. And don't give me the separation of family, because I heard more of that recently. We don't separate families in this country. We do all the time when we're punishing people for breaking the law. We throw people in jail away from their family all the goddamn time. It is a sorry excuse for not enforcing the law. Don't separate family. Don't break the fucking law. We separate families all the time when people break the law in this country. 
and all the left. <laughs> this is how I feel. You got to understand. We shouldn't do it because I feel bad. I feel bad that you're able to uh, procreate. Does that mean we can stop that? No. I'm like chomping at the bits here because the heck hopefully that's like a garbage truck in the area I'm hearing this loud banging but I'm chomping at the bits because I've been trying to get my uh, rain collection tank installed. And I need help to get it back. And uh, we haven't had rain really in a while. I'm like, yeah, I know it's going to, the skies are like all great today. I'm like, shit, I want to get it installed before it rains. Yes, garbage truck. I want to get it installed before it rains because it is 275-gallon tank. That's a lot of goddamn water. Then I still have to finish up the plumbing because I'm going to hook it up to a small pump. It's, what, a 1.5-gallon per minute or something like that. Very small pump. It's not nothing huge about it. I don't need this large pump. It's just to a garden hose and sprayer, and it's more than enough. I might run it up front and put it into a couple of um, sprinklers. Put some sprinkler heads out there that when I turn it on, I can water the lawn with uh, my rainwater. Yeah, we'll see. But see, that's the funny thing. I know a lot of conservatives that do that. They're like, shit, okay, well, we can collect this rainwater. And Florida encourages, I mean, my county holds classes and gives you the equipment to do rain collection. So... And it all started because I was watching the water come off my roof one day after I did a lot of gardening in the back and I wanted to collect some rainwater to help water my plants save on the water bill. And I was putting like little um, five-gallon buckets underneath the edge of the house because when it rains, you get like this waterfall coming off your house. So it's... interesting and I've it's kept me busy and it's been uh, very entertaining for my wife to watch me doing all this so alright you're listening to the Reverb Common Sense right here on SHR Media and we will be right back news according to the latest report coming out of shr media a merchandise store to support both the reverb common sense and shr media has just been unleashed to the general public 
Be forewarned that this site can be contagious and numerous items can be purchased to support the best news programming. Go to Reaver.one website and click on the store link to check out the merchandise. We were calling Sense, hosted by my dad, Jersey Joe. Beware, the Jersey Takeover is here. Every Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can catch the Reverb Common Sense Show, hosted by Jersey Joe. Right here on shrmedia.com and hyphensdailynews.com. Only Jersey can deliver hell like no one else. So consider this your fair warning. Wednesday night, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can catch the Southside Mutt Show with its host, the Jersey Boys, Jersey Joe and Crash, right here on SHR Media and High Plains Pundit Radio, where we will be digging up the dirt. Times are dark. The people misled by corrupt politicians, lied to by establishment media, and deceived by the false messages of Islam. A nation in confusion needs a guide. It needs a man with a cane. I'm Dave Milner. Join me on Spreaker, SHR Media, High Plains Talk Radio, Live Rebooting Liberty, and YouTube for a unique brand of commentary on the Unpleasant Blind Guide. Because truth is not always pleasant. If you miss a show, don't worry. You can catch the replays two ways, RebootingLiberty.com or the ReverbCommonSense.com. While you're there on Reverb Common Sense, don't forget, drop in your email and keep up to date on everything going on, or click the like button on the Facebook widget. Now on to the Reverb of Common Sense. This show contains language that some viewers may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. 
And now on to the show. And welcome back to the Reverb Common Sense. I am your host, Jersey Joe. Now I'm trying to make sense out of the senseless. Oh. It's going to be one of those days I can tell already. It's... gonna be a dark dingy day i'm gonna get my daughter after the show stop at my dad's pick up a little hand cart run back to the house and try to get this in by myself i guess Oh, I don't know. They don't make it easy to live anymore. Everything's getting too overcomplicated. It really is. Everything's getting overanalyzed, overlooked, overhill, overdale. Remember, we will hit the dusty trail. Ah, sorry about that. I had a stretch. Oh, that was some weird noises out of me. It, it's... I don't know. This this world is getting more messed up as we go along. And we can't. And the problem is, as time goes on, it's going to get worse because we're getting more and more people. The more people, the less we're going to agree on things. There's going to be more opinions, more different opinions. And Just keep going on from there. We got to figure out some way to come to a consensus on what's going on in this country. Um, New York Times snowflake readers melt in horror at climate skeptic columnists. How dare he? How dare someone not believe blindly in the bullshit? The New York Times readers are deserting in droves in protest that its new columnist, Brett Steffens, thinks incorrect thoughts about man-made global warming. In his first column, Steffens committed the cardinal sin of suggesting that maybe climate change isn't quite the major existential threat that liberals have cracked up to be. And that maybe the environmentalist rabbit zealotry is doing their cause more harm than good. It is. It, it's doing more damage than anything. It pushes 
a lot of people away from even considering. They sound like tinfoil hat, psychotic psychopaths. And claiming total certainty about the science traduces the uh, spirit of science and creates opening for doubt whenever a climate claim proves wrong. And every one I've seen has been proven wrong. They start showing, oh, the data was tampered with to fit the results that they were after. What's going on with what I've been seeing is they have the answer, then they do the math problem to find the answer. Whether facts back it up or not, they know the answer and create the math to do it. Wife just texted me. Uh, she thinks we had a storm overnight when she got up. Um, there was no internet. So I'm like, well, I'm on air, so I think there's internet. I think, therefore, there is. Sitting there saying that the science is settled tells me that they have no proof and they don't want to talk about it. Science is never settled. If science was settled, we would still believe the earth was flat. If science was settled, we'd still believe that the sun revolved around the earth, that the universe revolves around the earth. If science was settled, science was dead set that this is what's going on. Science is ever-changing entity. It's ever-changing. Joking around my voice. Well, you know, I just replied. One word, Comcast. Comcast sucks in my area. It's one of the worst providers in my area. Other areas, I know they're good, they're stable. In my area, we are the red-headed stepchild. We're treated like shit. They haven't upgraded. We don't even have on-demand in my neighborhood. That's how bad Comcast is. And they're too lazy to spend the money to upgrade. They sure as hell collect our payment at full. But they don't give us full service in this area. It is a joke, Comcast is. I wish they would either upgrade or sell us off. Allow a company that wants to treat us with respect. To come in and service my neighborhood. We have a choice. Frontier. Crap. Satellite. Not doing satellite. Or Comcast. That's the only option. I'm waiting for AT&T. supposed to be coming into Florida soon. 
I'll give them a try. It's it's a joke. An absolute joke. And not a funny one. Back to the column. Sorry about that little diversion. My wife distracted me. Demanding abrupt and expensive changes in public policy raises fair questions about ideological tension. Censoring assertions, one's moral superiority, and treating skeptics as imbeciles and deplorables wins few converts. Mighty has been the progressive's wrath, according to Searle's attack dog, Joe Rome. It could scarcely have been worse if the New York Times had given the column to the former Imperial Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan, David Duke. According to The Guardian, the most charitable thing you could say about Stefan's piece is that it's ignorant and wrong. And a professor for Carnegie Institute for Science has publicly canceled his New York Times subscription. So, too, has German climate professor who wrote to complain, my heroes are Copernicus Kepler, who sought the scientific truth based on observational evidence and defended it against the powerful authority of the church in Rome at a great personal cost. Had the New York Times existed then, would you have seen it as part of your mission to insult and denigre these scientists? As Stefan has done with climate scientists, you mean how you're attacking someone who has a different opinion, who sees facts as they are, misrepresented by the climate change personnel, scientists. If you want to call them science, excuse me, scientists, you have the likes of Bill Nye, the science guy, Obama. Yeah, I've seen just as many scientists speak out. Their careers get ruined because they dare speak out against and show facts why the quote-unquote science of climate change is wrong. Their careers get ruined and silenced. Uh, On Twitter, uh, a New York fact checker who understands what journalism is supposed to do. And meanwhile, a petition demanding that the New York Times rescind its job offer to Brett Steffens has attracted more than 28,000 signatures. Truly, you need a heart of stone not to laugh at the cruel irony of it all. One of the reasons Steffens left his old home, the Wall Street Journal, to join... David Brooks in the special padded cell in New York Times retains for its house conservatives was to escape all the hate he was getting for his anti-Trump article. Surely he no doubt imagined his gentle brand of centric squishery, the Nambius and the Pambius, as Dinesh D'Souza once referred to it, would find a more welcoming home among the impeccable, reasonable, caring and sensitive liberal readerships. Yeah, it didn't take long for Stephens to be disabused by this notion. (sighs) 
After 20 months of being harassed by bullying Trump supporter, I'm reminded that the nasty left is no different. That's the Twitter for Brett Steffens. He did not say anything wrong. If you look at the facts when it comes to this climate change discussion, you will find that he's not wrong. In short, he did nothing wrong. And such as there were in his comment piece, it was opinion, not a science report. We're pretty unimpeachable, not to say unconventional. He quoted the IPCC, generally used by liberals as the gold standard of climate change. If you actually pay attention to what the IPCC says, and don't just read the major headlines that the liberals quote, read all their material, you'll come to find they're actually contradicting themselves a lot. He also quoted another more acceptably green left-wing New York Times columnist, Andrew Ravikin. I don't know. I saw a winding gap trying what between what scientists had been learning about global warming and what advocates were claiming as they pushed even harder to pass climate legislators. But there was really nothing in the piece that was shockingly contentious or factually dubious. Why then this brutal monstering? There is several people that are involved in the IPCC. One of them used to run the IPCC. And I lost my notes from one of the original shows I did when I first started doing the Reverb Common Sense. Um, was a climate change show. And I had the name. He used to be head of the IPCC. And he stepped down. He believes that there's a climate change going on. But he also believes and stated as the head of the IPCC. CC? CCCCCC. Um, is that politics got its hands too far within and that data was being changed to suit political agendas and that the IPCC needed to be shut down, started anew, and that all politics, politicians, governments needed to keep their hands out of it, that they corrupted the data to the point that he didn't even know what was true and what wasn't. It turns anymore that climate change is a religion where heretics must be burned. It... it the conversation is not done. It is not over. There is a lot to talk about when it comes to global warming. You're listening to the Reverb Common Sense right here on SHR Media, and we will be right back. 
listening to the SHR Media Network. Breaking news. According to the latest report coming out of SHR Media, a merchandise store to support both the Reaver of Common Sense and SHR Media has just been unleashed to the general public. Be forewarned that this site can be contagious and numerous items can be purchased to support the best news programming. Go to Reaver.one website and click on the store link to check out the merchandise. We were calling Sands, hosted by my dad, Jersey Joe. Beware, the Jersey Takeover is here. Every Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Center Time, you can catch the Reverb Common Sense Show, hosted by Jersey Joe. Right here on shrmedia.com and hyphensdailynews.com. Only Jersey can deliver hell like no one else. So consider this your fair warning. Wednesday night, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can catch the Southside Mutt Show with its host, the Jersey Boys, Jersey Joe and Crash, right here on SHR Media and High Plains Pundit Radio, where we will be digging up the dirt. Times are dark. The people misled by corrupt politicians, lied to by establishment media, and deceived by the false messages of Islam. A nation in confusion needs a guide. It needs a man with a cane. I'm Dave Milner. Join me on Spreaker, SHR Media, High Plains Talk Radio, Live Rebooting Liberty, and YouTube for a unique brand of commentary on the Unpleasant Blind Guy. Because truth is not always pleasant. If you miss a show, don't worry. You can catch the replays two ways, RebootingLiberty.com or the ReverbCommonSense.com. While you're there on Reverb Common Sense, don't forget, drop in your email and keep up to date on everything going on, or click the like button on the Facebook widget. Now on to the Reverb of Common Sense.
listening to the SHR Media Network. This show contains language that some viewers may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. And now on to the show. And welcome back to the Reaver of Common Sense. I am your host, Jersey Joe, and I'm trying to make sense out of the senseless. Popping up a um, uh, movie trailer. I want to see this. It's 47 meters down. It's a shark horror movie. Uh, a couple divers get trapped on the ocean bottom floor, getting attacked by great white sharks. Interesting, interesting. It's... What I've been waiting for is another Jaws-like movie. The remake of Jaws. Um, It would be good. So these girls are in a cage doing a cage diving with a great white when the cable breaks and sends it to the bottom of the ocean floor. Now they got to figure out how to get back up with sharks attacking. That's pretty. It looks pretty good. I'll have to check this out. That looks interesting. Oh, boy. What do we have? What do we have? This segment and another segment. Hmm. Oh. It's. I said a lot, I notice. It's. That must be annoying for you guys. It's. Um, I just noticed I did that as much. Uh, ESPN is um, in big trouble right now. It's circling the drain, and I mean circling the drain. It's got a lot of problems. Uh, I, I Do I think it's going to go out of business anytime soon? No. But it has a lot of issues. It tried to become a political standpoint. Now, I was laughing my ass off because I was listening to Rush the other day. Every now and then, I'll listen to Rush and uh, Sean Hannity's show when I go to pick my daughter up. Just to hear what's going on. You know, just to hear something. And Rush was going on how they can't do it. If they want to do it, they got to hire a professional Hire a professional political commentator. You can't have these nobodies doing political commentator. For one, I'm sitting there laughing, going, listen, I do it all the time, and I don't think I do a bad job. I get a lot of uh, respect and a lot of positive feedback about my show, and I'm not a professional political commentator. I think that's where a lot of this country has its problems because you have somebody like Rush who I'm a professional political commentator. But he's sitting there kind of going after ESPN for doing the politics. Now, if you also remember, it was ESPN, I think, he worked for and got fired for making political statements. Of course, he says it wasn't really political. He made uh, some uh, culture comments, but here or there. 
So he's chastising them for doing what he got fired for. But if they want to do it, they need to hire him. I just laughed about that. It really, that was a desperate attempt to try to get your old job back. It, it, oh, it had me laughing. But ESPN has laid off a bunch of people. Why? They were getting too political and left-leaning. It was pissing people off. Even the people on the left were going, I tuned in for sports, not politics. And it's... And that's what it is. A lot of people want to listen to sports. They don't want they want their politics on political channels. They want sports on sports channels. I don't want to listen to anybody. If I want to listen, I'll tune into something like that. I just want I just want to be able to turn on sports and listen to sports. When I'm listening to football, I don't want someone giving me some lecture on gun control. I don't need any other lectures. Just, I want to log on and watch sports. And that's what's going on at ESPN. They and The worst is they went left and pissed off a shitload of people. A shitload of people. And they don't understand why or how they piss people off. Because they were told that everybody's left-leaning nowadays. Nobody gives a shit about the right. You're told wrong. Most of the people are getting tired of the left bullshit. People are tired of the left cramming shit down our throats, telling us how we have to think, act, be. I am an adult. I could do that myself.
ESPN is going to have to reinvent itself quickly in order to survive. Since its founding in 1979 in the town of Bristol, Connecticut, the world's first broadcaster dedicated solely to sports has become a colossal comprising multiple networks, platforms, and hundreds of millions of subscribers. But the the company, a subsidiary of Disney since 1996, has faced headwinds since 2011. ESPN announced a wave of layoffs on Wednesday, cutting some hundred position, and according to U.S. media reports, including some on-camera personality. The layoffs follow earlier cuts of 300 jobs in 2015 and 400 in 2013. ESPN troubles are led by continuous slumps and subscriber numbers, down 9 million since 2011 even though the company still claims 90 million subscribers. Um, It's in trouble for a, a host of reasons. But the main one is it's political. And it was not smart to do it. And these other stations need to take heed of what just happened with ESPN because it could happen to their, their station just as quick. That quick, that easy, your company could be down in the dumps. It's I don't find it comical that people are losing their jobs, but at the same time, I find it comical because they were not listening. They didn't listen. They didn't heed the call. Someone doing bad isn't going to say, hey, guys, uh, this isn't working out. We need to change our uh, philosophy here. No, they keep going. They don't give up with their bullshit. They keep going down the path that they're going. And it's, oh, my God, people just don't pay attention. They don't want to listen. They don't want to. They 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 enjoy their rhetoric. And it's like, oh my God, do you really not understand what's going on? I, 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 I. I'm amazed. Stupefied.
that so many people could be so blind. The writing was on the wall. People just did not want to listen. I don't know. I I, I just... They're now predicting that ESPN will be put up for sale. I, I, I don't see... Like I said, I don't see them going out of business, but... uh. They need to get competitive and fast. How you doing, Dan? It's good to see you, bud. Um, ESPN's been a staple, but it's not just... I, I don't want to totally blame the left liberal talk for the failure of ESPN... Because it is, there's a broaden expansion, there's massive websites, there's all different places you can view your sports, there's new sports channels popping up, you have Fox that's really jumping into the sports. Uh, there's more competition where just a couple of years ago, there really was maybe not a couple, maybe a decade ago, there wasn't a lot of competition for ESPN. And now you're getting the competition. Other people are trying to take a slice of the pie. And Fox is a big one. I don't know about anybody else. When I turn on the TV, there's like five Fox sports channels. I was amazed when I saw how many there was. I was like, holy shnikes. That's a lot of sports channels. It's but it goes back to it I think they've been stale. They got too much into the politics that that does counter into why people are leaving. And I don't think they had the right leadership running the place. So With that, I'm going to go to a quick break, and we'll come back for the last segment. And I got a pretty good article to go over about gun control. You're listening to the Reaver of Common Sense right here on SHR Media, and we will be right back. Breaking news. According to the latest report coming out of SHR Media, a merchandise store to support both the Reaver of Common Sense and SHR Media has just been unleashed to the general public. Be forewarned that this site can be contagious and numerous items can be purchased to support the best news programming. Go to Reaver.one website and click on the store link to check out the merchandise. 
too. We were at Collins Sands, hosted by my dad, Jersey Joe. Beware, the Jersey Takeover is here. Every Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can catch the Reverb Common Sense Show, hosted by Jersey Joe, right here on shrmedia.com and hyphensdailynews.com. Only Jersey can deliver hell like no one else, so consider this your fair warning. night 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can catch the Southside Mutt Show with its host, the Jersey Boys, Jersey Joe and Crash, right here on SHR Media and High Plains Pundit Radio, where we will be digging up the dirt. Times are dark. The people misled by corrupt politicians, lied to by establishment media, and deceived by the false messages of Islam. A nation in confusion needs a guide. It needs a man with a cane. I'm Dave Milner. Join me on Spreaker, SHR Media, High Plains Talk Radio, Live Rebooting Liberty, and YouTube for a unique brand of commentary on the Unpleasant Blind Guy. Because truth is not always pleasant. If you miss a show, don't worry. You can catch the replays two ways, RebootingLiberty.com or the ReverbCommonSense.com. While you're there on Reverb Common Sense, don't forget, drop in your email and keep up to date on everything going on, or click the like button on the Facebook widget. Now on to the Reverb of Common Sense. This show contains language that some viewers may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. And now on to the show. And welcome back to the Reaver of Common Sense. I am your host, Jersey Joe. And I'm trying to make sense out of the senseless. And one second.
Uh, so, it looks like Baltimore's little gun control is a big failure. Their little push to attack the police is another failure. I mean, it doesn't surprise me that there's failures. Uh, we all knew it was coming. But it it's coming as a surprise to these halfwits. Let's put it that way. What it is, they uh, went after the cops and to um, basically cause them to back down. If everybody remembers all the riots and everything that went on, everything's the police fault, never the criminals. And Obama's uh, DOJ went after Baltimore Police Department. So now you have the Baltimore Police Department backing away. Who wants to get in trouble with the federal government? So they're just... Walking away. They're not enforcing like they probably would in the past. It, and now you have a, a gun violence issue popping up. And now they're surprised. Oh, my God. You know, it's... I am sorry. I'm in a total fog that they actually are surprised that there's a gun violence problem in Baltimore now and a, a murder rate that's skyrocketing. Um, when you have the cops backing down and not enforcing, of course, you're going to have issues pop up. Criminals know they got easy targets. Criminals know that the police aren't going to enforce. So they're going to, they're going to be running around taking easy targets. It just, it's mind-boggling to me. You handcuff the police and then are surprised. Your crime rate's going up. And they're now asking the FBI to help. 308 people were murdered in Baltimore last year alone. To put it in perspective, one out of every 2,000 Baltimore residents was killed in 2016. 
One out of 2,000. And this is the gun control in Baltimore. They got a strict gun control. The city has a high-capacity magazine ban, which was contained in the Firearm Safety Act of 2013. It's been reported that The Trace, a gun control journalism outlet, shows that the criminal use of high-capacity magazine jumped to 2013 and continued to climb in uh, 2014, 2015, and 2016. Trace is a bunch of bullshit, anti-gun lies. In addition to the high-capacity magazine ban, the Baltimore Sun indicates that the Firearm Safety Act requires would-be handgun purchasers to submit to submit fingerprints to the state police. And Fox News reports the act created a ban that covers 45 types of assault weapons. Yet Baltimore's two deadliest years on records have been 2015 and 2016 occurred after all the gun controls were in place. They create they create an environment a criminal rich environment criminals are going to take the easy way out because that's what criminals do they want easy targets I've discussed this at length, time and time and time again. Criminals want the easy targets. And by disarming them, it makes them easy targets. But it seems the Democrats are too goddamn stupid to understand That they're creating a smorgasbord environment. The only thing gun control creates. The only thing gun control creates. Is victims and corpses. That's it. It does not stop criminals from acting out. It disarms law-abiding citizens. What they do is they create a process that's so... It makes it so it's hard to get a gun. You have to go through all these process and time consuming that people start giving up. They don't want it. Go through all that. (sighs) And then people stop trying to get guns. You got your gun ban. I've reported it several times here. You have... A report that was done 
a think tank, said this is how we're going to create gun control and ban guns. You're going to create a process that makes it so hard for criminal or for people to get guns that they won't want to go through the process. And once you put the ban in place or put that in place, then when you go to ban guns, people are just going to go, well, I couldn't get one anyway. It was too hard of a process, so it doesn't matter to me. That's what their think tank came up with in the late 80s, 90s. Create a system where it's so hard for someone to get a gun that they give up trying to get a gun, then you can ban guns with no one caring. And then you create this vacuum for criminals to come in and just create hell on earth for everybody. Sponsored by the Democrat Party. Now, I want to go over this real quick. Nancy Pelosi is, and I agree, in total, total denial. Um... Speaking with ABC News, House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi highlighted her complete and utter denial over the current state of the Democrat Party, refusing to acknowledge that over two-thirds of American people view her party as out of touch. Pelosi was given a one-on-one interview with ABC's This Week when she continued to pretend all is fine in the Democrat Party, glossing over their electoral disaster in the 2016 general election. It was asked, what is your grade for the Democrats during the first 100 days of Trump's era? Oh, my gosh. In terms of unity, 100% unified. That's how we were able to work with outside mobilization channeling the energy of American people to defeat their drastic, horrible health care bill. I see a new one's coming up. Carl pushed back against Pelosi's claim, citing recent polls that suggest a vast majority of registered voters view her party as out of touch with mainstream America. She responded, if you look at her... No, wait a minute. He... Uh, Carl said, if you look at our latest polls, latest ABC News and Washington Post polls, two-thirds of America say the Democrat Party is out of touch. That's more than, say, Donald Trump is out of Trump, more than, say, Republicans are out of touch. Isn't the Democrat Party a bit of a mess right now? No, it isn't, is her response, she asserted. Uh It's... It, 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 it's amazing the blindness that the Democrats have that they can't see or admit that there's an issue. It, it, <clears throat> Without admitting or acknowledging that there's a problem party, you can't fix what's going on. The utter blankness of them 
that they can't see is amazing. And you know what? They can keep it up because it's going to push their party further, further down. She's already destroyed the party enough underneath her leadership as a minority leader. As her leader of the House Republicans, she has seen one of the worst defeats in recent history. With that, I'm going to say have a great day to everybody. I'll see you tomorrow right here on SHR Media. Peace. You've been listening to The Reverb Common Sense with its host, Jersey Joe. You can tune in every day, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on hppundit.com and shrmedia.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.